I said hop in. The Simpsons reference for anyone who gets it. It's when I uh, thought it was. I thought it was more of like a Knight Rider thing. You know, Kit from Knight Rider. No, it's when uh, Mr. Burns is like pretending to be like Howard Hughes or Howard Marks, whatever the fuck his name is. You know the thing that like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio plays him in a movie, and he's like this. Uh, he, Great he Gatsby. Like, no, no, it's like Howard Marks. He created like the first plane or something. And he like goes insane and starts like living in his house like a hermit and is afraid to go outside and starts wearing like Kleenex boxes on his shoes. Um, if you just type in like whatever, Mr. Burns, uh, <laughs> it's such a funny way to start the episode. Uh, Mr. Burns, I said hop in gif. And it's from, a, yeah, it, it doesn't matter anyway, but yeah. yeah, it's almost as good as your excellent by Mr. Burns. Um, yeah. Which, which you use like excellent. all the time. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Excellent. Burns is no, not the best impression, but um, yeah, Mr. True. Burns is just, he's just an icon, you know? When was the last time that you think you watched the Simpsons episode? Just out of curiosity. You know, it, it pains me to say this, but it's probably at least over five, six years ago. Yeah, same. I, I, like I, I might have caught one on TV something, but I've actually thought about going back and just Googling like top 10 Simpsons episodes ever and just watching like the greatest hits, you know, because like in its era, The Simpsons was like so like iconically funny. It was hilarious, especially the is good it episodes. Is still going? Yeah, I'm am sure like, it is. Am I like stupid to not see? Yeah, it says, yeah, it's still present day. Since yeah. 1989, they've had uh, 695 episodes. Fuck. It's on yeah. Disney Plus. Sick. Um, but yeah, I mean, roller coaster of absolute nothing. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. We got to just, you know, uh, circle back on the date that we're at today, February 3rd, probably a week since we last talked. Um, specifically about GameStop and uh, where it was. So that's going to be the first thing. And then we got some cool uh, startups, cool rounds of funding, a couple of other cool stuff. Just a lot of cool stuff um, to, to kind of chat through. Um, how devastated... Well, I mean, you didn't have too much in GameStop, but how devastated are you? Or did you think it was just going to happen anyway? That it was just too high? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was always going to implode. Um, I got out before the week finished last week because like, I just knew it was like, like it was never a long-term investment. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, it really started to implode, uh, which like wasn't helped at all by the whole uh, Robin Hood thing. Like Robin Hood put in all these limits where like you could buy and not sell and then sell and not buy. And uh, Robin Hood is under like so much scrutiny now for like fucking up Um fucking up all of the stuff with like GameStop and just siding with the hedge funds. And like, like, I, I don't know if you follow this newsletter uh, charter, but uh, they send no. out like uh, just like different uh, random pieces of data and charts. And they put out this chart. Um, I'll actually just paste it into like our uh, shared Google doc here that we have for this so that you can like visually see what I'm talking about. But uh there's like literally a thing of um 
the amount of reviews or negative reviews that um that Robin Hood has got on the App Store since like the last week or something. So you see, I just pasted in here. <laughs> yeah, and I it's see literally it. like in the last four or five days. And to give everyone context, like the number of like positive reviews they were getting, um, I think this is in the scale of hundreds or something. But like Robin Hood looked like they're getting like about more or less 400 or so positive reviews a day up until last week. Mm-hmm. And since all of this shit with GameStop, they're literally getting like 800 or 1,000 negative reviews every day. Um, and a lot of this is due to the fact that they like halted trading on GameStop last week and tons of people lost tons of money, including our boy, uh, Deep Fucking Value, whatever that Reddit <laughs> guy's name is. Yeah, as well as the other guy, the mystery cat or whatever the fuck his youtube handle is remember the guy i shared with you the big value investor <laughs> he like posted about losing like 13 million or something um yeah i mean where there are people losing out like some people were not too greedy and just knew that it was going to be an in-out kind of job um and you know profited a little bit off it so that was nice um I know we got a couple others here and I guess also like it was at last time we talked last week, like 400, I think was the high or 450 us. And now it's like all the way down to 90 at the close, or I think it was like literally a little bit less than that throughout. So went down real hard. Um, I think it, it hasn't dipped below the original amount that I think it was trading before. I think I bought it at like $60. Yeah. So still a little bit of profit in there but um not as existential um but i know we got doge coin is it dog coin or doge coin because i saw a lot uh, of dog memes yeah. about it like the dope yeah yeah so i've always said like doge coin or like going back to the classic meme i've always said doge i but even like that is a pretty <laughs> like fiercely debated uh part of internet lore i guess I've heard dodge doggy. That's definitely wrong. If you say doggy, you're literally a Neanderthal, but definitely doge, I think is like my preferred pronunciation. Um, but yeah, dogecoin, literally the meme of crypto is now getting pumped by, by all of the wall street bets guys. Cause they realize that maybe the sec can fuck with them when it comes to the actual markets. But when it comes to pumping, shy of a new inspired cryptocurrencies uh there's really not a lot that they can do there um yeah where can you buy it like i i, I haven't saw it on revolut i haven't saw it on wealth simple i haven't saw it on any platforms that i use yeah so i think you have to buy it on like like kind of like crypto specific uh things like whatever uh coin square coinbase or like bunch of different kind of like actual dedicated crypto exchanges um but basically uh apparently like doge coin is like literally gonna have this like colossal expansion and like pump like similar levels as like gamestop just based on the volume of wall street bets trading um but like saying that though like doge coin is like literally i think it's like fractions it's like three cents or something like that 
It's like very, like, very. I couldn't tell. So I found it on CoinDesk and I couldn't tell. Like, it's like 0. 0.0001 or whatever. And then I yeah. jumped up to 0. 0.01. Like, I'm like, how, like, then, like, they are big changes when it comes from nothing to a little bit more, but it's not like they're not even a dollar uh, coin, you know? It's just like, yeah. But I guess if you buy a load early and they go to a dollar a coin, you'd make some some good profit off it. Um, but isn't it funny though? Like they, so I guess the whole purpose of it is to take the piss because it is like literally like the meme or is that just what everyone brands it as the meme? Because whenever I look it up, I see uh, the dog on loads of coins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the whole idea is literally like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like even that's pretty funny i think the market cap of dogecoin is like 4.7 billion dollars just like 4.7 billion dollars of nothing yeah yeah of like literally a meme fake currency or it's a 4.6 billion yeah i just checked on yahoo finance yeah dogecoin has like market cap 4.6 bill and there's looks like about three trillion in supply three billion i don't, I don't even know sounds, sounds like a similar market cap to optimize open yeah similar similar uh a similar like business sincerity as well yeah. um yeah. but yeah i mean like going back to it is just a classic meme though i remember when the doge meme came out and everyone was just saying like oh such meme very wow and just like stuff like that and it's uh yeah, it's definitely like one of my preferred memes. Um, I think I'll definitely be buying a some Dogecoin. Yeah, I do have a, a t-shirt that I printed myself. So I think that goes to speak to my commitment to Doge in general. Yeah. Um, but I think outside of the meme, uh, AMC, so I don't have too much of a position on it. I just know it's like, similar thread of like a GameStop in terms of people pumping it, people talking about it. Um, I know it's like to do it like cinemas or groups of cinemas or some shit. Um, but I see you shared something here. So like, let's talk about that. Yeah. So at one point, um, AMC was up 840% uh, in the last kind of like last week or so. Uh, it, like literally exact same premise as the GameStop short squeeze. There was just like large short positions against AMC because like it's a cinema theater and we're in still in a pandemic. So the uh, same exact mechanics for buying lots and lots of uh, coordinated buys from retail investors through Wall Street bets on like just trying to pump the stock up. But like uh, the SEC also halted trading on that for like a day or two. So like the the kind of sub headline in this article is um, even though Reddit is trying as hard as possible, a lot of the momentum seems to have faded with AMC and GameStop kind of just the fact that like trading was like halted for a day or two. So it kind of just like froze everything up and people lost confidence and it fucked up a lot of the momentum that they had going. Yeah. And it looks as well. So with AMC, the peak was like the 27th of January. And then I also know Bed Bath & Beyond is another one on that list. And theirs peaked the 27th of January. So, I mean, God, 
it would be great to know when these short squeezes are going to happen just to buy in and sell out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it seems like all the others are kind of just dropping, dropping, um, dropping a value. But I don't know. Would you, would you be in the, in the mindset of like, you know, just buying these shitty stocks at a lower price now, just for an if scenario? Like that's what I was thinking. Like just hold it anyway and see what happens. Like it's not going to be existential, but, or what's what's kind of your take on that? Um, I mean, I wouldn't buy it personally. Um, just cause I think like long-term it's a shitty stock. Um, there is obviously the off chance that it could get like pumped in a similar way again. But I think like the sec is just going to be like very stringent to avoid this happening again. So I think there's probably just like more gains to be had elsewhere, but, uh, breaking news, uh, the hustle was just acquired by HubSpot apparently. Hustle was acquired by HubSpot. Yeah. Like how I just saw Sam Sam Parr tweeted it. Uh, oh, on the ago. Twitter now, huh? You got your Twitter account going full steam ahead. Uh, I don't, but someone who is on Twitter just sent it to me. Um, wow, that's trying, interesting. Like, yeah, like I, I mean, if it's for a significant amount of money, like fucking damn right. <laughs> um. Well, like HubSpot, I mean, yeah, they got like all that, all their like email templates for like sales stuff, like is on the content side of the house. Of course, it's like a, it's like a CRM and all those other email automation things, but like kind of a bit of a, I don't know. I feel like I would have thought like a big entertainment group um, or like some, you know, like some network would have bought it or something like that to get into like a different audience, but like. CRM that's like Salesforce buying it you know weird I mean I'm sure there's an angle and if it's a big price point fuck yeah why not <laughs> yeah I mean I think the angle is just that like obviously they have a big following the hustle and it's a lot of people trying to grow businesses and HubSpot like can work with basically any growing business yeah. uh I mean I'm pumped for Sam Parr like I like all of his content everything that he's doing I am like uh, I think it's like a little bit shit because I, I feel like HubSpot might ruin it. But um, I mean, shout out to him. Big like I'm kind of what everyone wants is at some level to get like a big payoff and uh, get acquired and kind of like n- not that he's a sell out, but you know what I mean? Like sell out and just be yeah. like rich instead. And like maybe he was just on like kind of done with the content treadmill or something like that. Because um, I, I think it is like a hard business model to just sustain and keep it pretty like interesting and fresh but uh yeah i mean that's that's sick for him sick for hubspot yeah. i think i think there's like two things from that as well like will the quality stay as high like think of rogan when he went to spotify like a lot of people or at least what i've saw in the last few days um kind of around people selling out their original content to a big shop like a like a whatever spotify like a netflix um and people are like oh they lose their audience they lose their value and whatever um so i guess the piece on rogan but like do you think that will be the same for the hustle um i guess like it's too hard it's too hard to tell but i think it, there's something to be said about what you exactly mentioned it's like people build these businesses up 
because ultimately they want to get a good payout or if it's leisurely for them, they want to keep doing it because it motivates them or whatever. But ultimately people want to see the paycheck. And if it means not having to do all of the work um, or, you know, time off from it or whatever, like why not? Right. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, you, you still obviously listen to Rogan on Spotify, right? I mean, I feel like you'll follow him wherever he goes. I mean, I'm sure yeah, most people I mean, do, but do like is is that like something people are talking about that Rogan's quality has gone down since going to Spotify? I think people were saying that it's more around people that used to watch him on YouTube. I don't, I I don't know too much about it. I'm like not as loyal of a Rogan follower. Um, mm-hmm. but I remember hearing that people were saying that because he moved over to Spotify, people just don't like listen to his content as much. Um, yeah but obviously the huge payout he got like it makes so much sense for him um but that's what I, what I was hearing yeah um, i mean he said on the podcast that his listenership has gone up that most people are coming over from youtube to still listen because they are so loyal and still want to listen um i think there is an argument to be made that people like you would think that i think like and this is like my my just my gut feeling. I have no data to support this, but like yeah, same same as mine as well, right? That's yeah. Kind of why I'm... But like Spotify acquiring Joe Rogan, I feel like Spotify. My perception of Spotify is that they're still like a pretty hip, cool, relevant product, right? Or a tech company, and like I think Rogan is too. I think his content is very relevant and engaging for people our age and stuff. And I feel like this is my, again, gut feeling with the hustle. I feel like the content is like hip and cool and down with the kids. But when I think about HubSpot, I don't think that like at all. I'm just like, oh, isn't that that CRM thing that people used to use before Salesforce? Yeah, that's that's literally my feeling, my gut feeling. <laughs> and I, I've never yeah. used it. I don't know anything about it. I know David Cancel was involved, but it's like pre my era of like SaaS companies, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think that that explanation of what people use before they use Salesforce is like the only time I ever hear for people using it. Um, but yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. I mean, good for good for Sam, right? I mean, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty sick. Did they disclose how much it was for? Um, in this Twitter thread, he said he's going to talk about it uh, in trends and post about it and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, he has Just do like the a- usual rounds. Yeah, he has a couple of different, like, tweet threads. Uh, fuck, this is why I hate Twitter, because they're just, like, <laughs> posting all these, like, separate threads and fuck that. But, uh, yeah, good yeah. for him. Anyway, kind of like a little... Uh, that story was literally... Funny that we have breaking news, but it was actually, like, breaking news <laughs> as we're recording. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so we have a couple of other things. I think we wrapped up, like, AMC, GameStop, and Dogecoin. Um, they're all still, yeah, just like, meme Exit meme the stock stops. market, everyone. Just exit. Get out of there. Get back to, yeah. to work in your work in your normal jobs. Yeah, back to value <laughs> investing, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, um, speaking of value investing, <laughs> uh, some fucking space rocket company is going public via SPAC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, they're going to the moon. Yeah, I was gonna make that pun as well. I I felt like someone was for sure going to. There's no way we weren't. Um. So yeah, this is like, uh, some company called Astra going public via SPAC um, and they're basically a fucking rocket company 
So yeah, they're for sure going to the moon. But I think, um, yeah, I think there's probably just like no chance that this like stock doesn't go up as soon as it spikes. I feel like this will probably Sky be rockets. like. <laughs> okay, no more, no more. <laughs> that was pretty. Get good. out of here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it'll kind of be like similar stable road acquisition corp kind of thing. Uh, like I made a, a decent chunk of change on that. I feel like it'll be the same thing. Yeah, as as said I. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean that's a funny one. Um, a couple of other cool ones. So I had one for can never really pronounce it too correctly. I think it's either pronounced Vivino or Vivino, but we'll neither hear nor say. Um, essentially what it is, it's an app that you scan bottles of wine uh, when you're in the liquor store, when you're wherever. Even I think when you're in a restaurant as well, if you want to be that guy or girl. Um, but the cool thing about it is it shows you like what's the correct price point based upon like a community or like a network of people. Um, and it's like a marketplace too, I think is the reason why they got like 155 million in, in funding is to, um, you know, grow that, grow that community, grow that marketplace. I think the longer term vision, at least speculatively speaking is like to be able to buy wine through the platform. I think that would be a pretty cool integration. Like for instance, if you see a great ball of wine out of friends or whenever people had lives, um, and you wanted to get it, you could like look it up on the app and like get it delivered. Um, like if you're just over at a friend's dinner party and you just, just see like a big whopper bottle of Chateau Neuf de Pop and you're like, holy fuck, I want that. What in my the life. fuck is Chateau Neuf de Pop? Is that, <laughs> that, is that a joke? No, no, that's a, <laughs> do you know uh, Nathan, my friend? Mm-hmm. He used to always just say that that was his favorite red wine and say that to like this English teacher that we had. He's like, oh, <laughs> miss, you have to try Chateau Neuf de Pop. And this, he'd be saying this when he was like 16 and all. <laughs> man after my own heart um yeah. but i so i had heard about these guys like a while ago like it says they've been around for the last like 10 years um i don't know if this is their first round of funding I don't, I don't series know. c or series d yeah. i think in that article you said yeah but like i, I had used yeah, it before and is it good? kind of forgot yeah it's class i had like this unbelievable argentinian red wine last night that i picked up or not last night <laughs> uh last weekend for like i think it was like 15 dollars. but on the app it said it was like 30 and it was like the top two percent in in the world i don't know the validity of their ratings or whatever but you feel like when you look at something and it's got reviews and it's at a good price point you're like this is a deal fuck who knows if it actually is but um because i've always like aimlessly like bought wine uh, based upon what it looks like and like some nuanced uh anecdotal like what people told me like i remember a good family friend of ours and i'm kind of going a little bit off i'll come back he was like always buy the wine that has in french writing because it shows that it's actually from france and from a vineyard in france um obviously in canada they speak french as well as english so here was me being like oh yeah it's in it's in french yeah it's Fucking like every, all, them all are, of them are. all the yeah. french um <laughs> But yeah, sick, yeah. sick app. I think uh, like shit like that's just so cool um, to me. Like just being able to use an app to like identify bookmark things for the later stage. Um, 
I know you can just do that photographically in your mind for any beer we drink and the Prozac, like you just, you can just pinpoint the time, date, temperature, yeah. even if you're lucky, uh, like your emotional feeling when you drank a beer. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, big raise and I'm pretty cool company. Um, I guess, you know, Drizzly, I saw that too. Um, I've heard of them. Tell us more about like Uber's fucking, yeah. Uber getting involved. Yeah, Uber getting uh, very much involved with this uh, with this Drizzly thing. So uh, I didn't like know a whole lot about it until I read this article. It was the uh, the other article that kind of caught my attention um, about the the other like Astra SPAC. Um, but like from my understanding of this uh, this other app uh, Drizzly that Uber acquired, it's like something to do with uh like some alcohol thing i think like on-demand alcohol marketplace um a lot of marketplace acquisitions and ipos and shit seem to be happening um which is interesting sam would be happy with that one isn't sam or or sean one of those guys always talking about marketplaces they're always saying how like marketplaces are hard to build but like once you do you're like pumped because like once you have like the because you have to build both sides of the platform, right? You have to get supply and demand and how most marketplaces kind of like generate revenue is literally a transaction fee or potentially some subscriptions or something like that. But um, yeah, so like this is honestly no surprise to me. And I think it's sick that they're doing it because I remember at the start of COVID, I was like buying beer to get delivered to my condo at the start when I was like still like, when do you remember like right after the yeah. start of COVID? You had to buy like, you had to buy chips like crisps or whatever in the shop to in order yeah. to get like six cans of beer or whatever. Why yeah. was that? What why I guess because we were probably fucking lazy, to be honest. But I mean there was definitely a moment in time where I remember we did it like once or twice and we had to get like chips with the order. Yeah, I think for me at the start of COVID, it was because like I didn't want to go to the LCBO because I was like and I think maybe even the LCBOs were like like I just remember at the very start when I was like, oh, like, no, no, I'm not going outside unless I like really have to. Or, and then like literally a month in, I was like literally like YOLOing everywhere, but not really, <laughs> but as in like, it got way more relaxed, you know? Um, yeah. So I think it's good that Uber are doing this because there were, I remember it was like tough to get some of the apps to like meet the demand uh, over the summer. Um, so I think it's a, a smart move by Uber. Um, and it's just like making their, making the whole Uber Eats thing like more complete. I know that they're recently started doing like grocery ish. They're doing like convenience sort of store items as well. Um, Uber just taking over the world really. Yeah. I remember when people were like, oh, like no one will ever buy like alcohol, like through this kind of way. And then obviously COVID happened and everyone was buying through like local through local breweries through uh that other app that i think i used that i got like that crazy discount one time I think it's called like like boozer or something yeah yeah um but yeah it really does complete the whole sort of you know uber ecosystem or <laughs> whatever whatever the fuck you want to describe it as um yeah talking not related but i mean the man the legend 180 billion in uh, quarterly revenue, stepping down from the throne, our boy Bezos. Uh, 
the Dom. Do you think it was? Yeah, he's like real weird. Uh, yeah, especially his earlier like, videos. Proper crazy eyes and stuff. Yeah. Um, he is the goat, yeah. though. Yeah. Like in a lot of Honestly. ways, you have to say he is kind of the goat, <laughs> or he's definitely well, one I mean, of the goats. He's he is the ultimate goat. Yeah. Um, um. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, sad to see. Um, what like, I'm trying. I'm trying to load the article from, from the New York Times to see what they wrote up about him. Um, just think of like I don't know what age he's 57. So like, just think it was like too early for him. Like, what, what's he gonna do next? I know he's got his like finger in all sorts of pies. Yeah. Um, so you know what I heard? What's kind of doing the rounds on Twitter? is that he's going to go I love that you're like his... doing the rounds on Twitter and then you don't have Twitter, but you have like a source that always like uses Twitter. It's just that. Well, not like one source, but like what happens is that like a certain topic will get talked about on Twitter enough that it will break through to like all of the Instagram accounts that I follow. And I start seeing yeah. screenshots of tweets, but yeah, as in like, yeah. it's, it's funny. I see a lot of stuff on Twitter for someone who's never on Twitter, but anyway, apparently he, uh, he said, and it has the same quote in this article, and I, I saw people talk about this. He's leaving to focus his energies and attention on new products and early initiatives. And a lot of people think that that means he's going to go focus on, you know, his rocket company, Blue Origin? Yeah. That he's going to try and, com- yeah, that he's going to try and compete with our boy Elon to race to fucking space. That's what some people on Twitter are saying. I don't know how true that is, but he has had Blue Origin for several years. Um, and he's like got tons, like he owns the Washington Post. He has a, like a stake in Basecamp. He, uh, he he's has made tons. some pretty bullish bets that have paid off like pretty substantially. Yeah, Basecamp being another one. I remember hearing, I can't think off the top of my head, like some other like companies that you're like, oh, like I, I never knew that. Like that he mm-hmm. had like serious stake in them. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to know what he's reading to get all those uh, tidbits or whatever. I'm sure they actually just fucking, you know, come to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd <laughs> well, say all he's getting he all has. the inbound at this stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Although yeah. I, I, I think he did. He reached out. Yeah, Jet, outbound. Jet.com was the other one. Sorry. Cut across you. Jet.com was another one um, yeah. that he was involved in. Um, but. Oh, Jet.com is now Walmart. Okay. Not getting in that rabbit hole. Um, yeah. Isn't it funny, though, that there's just the two richest people in the world are just racing each other to, like, a planet that's not even where everyone lives? Yeah, like, so that's what I was going to say, that it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, literally funny, the timing, because Elon surpassed um, Bezos as the richest man in the world, like, literally last month. So... But like he, he got a lot of that shit from that money from Tesla stock surging. Um, yeah. So I don't know if like if Bezos just wants to fucking build electric cars or race them to Mars or whatever, like you have two super crazy intelligent type A's competing against each other to do something like in Elon's book, he talks openly about how like Blue Origin will just like snipe SpaceX staff and tell them we'll pay like double. And they're already getting paid a lot, you know? The, yeah. The, the, apparently, it's, like, super cutthroat. So, I don't know. It's pretty pretty crazy, pretty interesting. But, like, shout out to Bezos because, like, 
Amazon Prime is fucking sick. And like, yeah. I'm I'm all for like minimalism and this and that and whatever, living a simple life. But there is a, something super satisfying about being able to just buy shit and it's just there like the next day or even that day. It's like insane that that's like a thing. And it's so, yeah, so good. Honestly, I still to this day, whenever I order something uh, in the nighttime, <laughs> uh, in the evening, whatever, and then it arrives the next day in the morning. I'm like, this is insane. I know it's, of course, because we're in a bigger city. Like, I know you use Amazon Prime in Ireland. It probably wasn't as fast, at least. I don't know. Oh, it takes days minimum. Like, days, exactly. days. Yeah. Like, this is, like, literally less than 24 hours. And all I want is some random book about something that I may not think a lot of people are interested in. And it's, like, literally, I think books are the ones that like, come super quick um because it was what they started with but it's still to this day like i don't know i just think it's crazy i just think it's honestly like so crazy how how it comes so quick yeah so like um on sunday just gone i decided at like eight or nine a.m that like i was thinking about getting airpods for calls for a while uh just like for zoom calls and shit and they came that day like you decide eight or nine in the morning, oh, I'm actually just going to pull trigger on some AirPods. And then that day they show up at like 6, 7 p.m. Something fucking magical. Like about same that. day on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Jesus fucking hell. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And it's not. Yeah. I mean, you know, why couldn't Bezos just get the PS5 for everyone and then step down? Honestly. Like going back yeah. to like the first episode, it's still impossible to get your hands on one. Um, yeah, I honestly think Sony kind of fucked down. up, to be honest, because I'm I'm kind of like over it. I'm not really so interested in buying one. Oh anymore. yeah, I mean, I was obviously pretty keen on getting one. Um, now I'm like, if I can get one, great. Not really too, you know, don't really care that much if I don't. Um, I, I think it was only because it was just so in demand that you're just like, oh, I want it. Even though it's just like you can just wait a year or less than a year and the price will drop and you know the hype will be gone. Um, but I guess why couldn't Bezos imagine you were able to buy the PS5 and get it delivered like the day of? Yeah, that been, it would be hype. That would have been sick. Um, what's the best thing you've bought on Amazon in the last week or month or last while? <clears throat> um so there's kind of a weird one. In terms of like, you know, well, don't go like, too weird. Like, yeah, keep I mean, there PG. was that real weird. There was that real weird thing that I got. Um, no, um, got like a thermometer for when you're cooking like chicken, cooking meat, or whatever. Mostly. Oh, Tarek literally just bought one of those as well. Meat thermometer. Cop, copycat. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's just the worst when you're like cooking chicken in the oven or you're cooking it anywhere, and you just like don't know if it's fully cooked. And especially if you're doing, you know, a little bit of elaborate meal, like we've been doing the last while, just because like, why not? Um, uh, yeah, that was probably, I don't know, something, something we got. I think what I got that was like the most uh, enjoyable as opposed to just like the most practical is that sort of muscle gun <clears throat> thing that I got for like less than $100, I think. Um, like a Theragun kind of copycat <clears throat> yoke. Exactly. This is exactly what it is. Does it um, work? Like, do you notice the difference yeah. or? 
Yeah, I have it here behind me. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's probably a little bit of placebo. It probably doesn't even help you, but you feel like it's helping you. Um, what about you? And it can't be a book. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to say a book because they're like totally different category. Um, in terms of like recency bias, I'm going to say this robot vacuum cleaner because it arrived yesterday. Like I've already kind of raved about it enough to, to you privately, but like there is something very cool. Like you can set it to like automatically clean your entire ground floor at like a specific time every day. And it like goes back into its own little gaff to charge itself and just does be like nipping around, going around corners. Like it's actually, I don't know. I was just fucking cleaning just such a waste of time. And now I never yeah, have to I do it again. <laughs> well, I mean, you still got to clean the countertops and, you know, whatever else you might need to clean, but the floor, you don't need to. Um, how, yeah. how does it work with the stools at the at the table, though? Does it like, because obviously they're like against the table. Like, and it can't go around, obviously. Do you need to like pull it out? Like move so it, it's, it, it starts going like fucking off-roading and going up and over the oak <laughs> and all around and stuff. The thing's actually insane, man. But uh, like in terms of like if you wanted to get like everywhere, I think it is best to just like put all of your shit that would be in the way in a different room and then just like let yeah. it have at it. But as in like it still covers like 99.9% if there's tons of shit in the way. And then like you can also like manually control the yoke with the remote. as well. Like honestly, it's the best toy that I've bought in a long time. Like I don't know why it's so satisfying that like cleaning your condo with a robot that you don't have to do it. But like. And it wasn't expected. It was like $200. Like, fuck, who gives a yeah. shit? But like now I have it forever, you know? I can just keep, never have to like clean my, or vacuum again. So sick. Yeah, things like that, like gadgets like that, honestly, for me, are, you know, I, I love them. I think it's just like, just so cool. Uh, I'm trying to think what else, other kind of gadgets that like, that I've picked up. None, none that are coming to mind, but like I, I'm the kind of person that like, I'll think about like the sort of muscle gun. I'll like think about it or I'll have used it somewhere or like whatever. And then I'll wait a while just to see if the urge stays there. To yeah. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you're like, probably a little bit similar in that. Like you probably, but well, I mean, you, you fucked off cleaning uh, <laughs> and vacuuming for, for all time. But like, well, I guess yeah. what, what was the trigger in you like picking it up or like, how did you hear about the robot thing or cause obviously, yeah. you know, they're, they're kind of common enough now, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, so I set like a price alert on, like, that was what made me buy it. So like, this was literally, it was meant to be like 300, $350 or something like that. And I have that Chrome extension app called honey and you can set price alerts. So it lets you know when it's like cheaper and like, it is insane how often prices get reduced on Amazon. Like you wouldn't believe it. Cause if you're just shopping on and Amazon, they go up as well. Yeah, they go up exactly. So like if you're just shopping that one. Yeah, if you're just shopping like a regular consumer on Amazon and you're not setting price alerts, you're not cognizant of that. If you don't shop often, it's not gonna make a difference. But if you buy a lot of shit, like for example, the coffee grinder thing that I bought, I just set a price alert and it went down like $150 in like a week. And now it's back up to the full price again. And like I don't know why it goes up and down so much. It must be like supply and demand or I don't know, but um you can save fucking hundreds of dollars by just waiting a week yeah and even just using the tech to uh notify you right like that's yeah yeah it sends you an email thing. so you can't miss it yeah 
Uh, oh, you missed a couple. You you miss all the emails though, very very often. Um, but I think the uh, what was I going to say? The thing that I really valued a lot was the the skipping rope. Honestly, like oh, yeah. I don't even know. Like let's say less than ten dollars, and like use it every day. Definitely need to get a new uh, rope to it because it's I'm using it on like a cement and it's just getting like fucked up. So I think I'm gonna come up to the big leagues with the heavier weighted one. Um, but you should one get example, a cross rope. They're so yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. I see you're always uh, uh, sucking up to the guy on LinkedIn. It's a Canadian yeah. company, right? Yeah, uh, it's a U.S. company, but their head of marketing is here in uh, here in Toronto. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that, that, that's pretty sweet. Um, the thing that went up in price, I think I said to you before, was that um, that cold brew, that home cold brew making thing that yeah, we had. Yeah. Like I've bought like three of them now. One for like where I live now. One when we live together, and I think I had another one. Uh, when I lived in somewhere else before, but I remember I looked it up because I was I was uh, sharing it with a with an old colleague, and they were like, "Oh, it's like a little expensive, isn't it?" And I was like, oh, how much is it? And they were like, oh, it's like $40 or $35. And I was like, what? I, like, I bought it for like 10. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know, but think about like business school when you first start pricing something, you like do that, whatever, like price skimming thing where you like price it at like a break even and then gradually just like make it more expensive over time. Or it's just like simple, sim- simple supply and demand. But yeah, that was a bit of a tangent. But I mean, yeah, sometimes it goes up as well as it goes down. But uh, I'm gonna check out that app. I've like, I've written it down so many times to get it, especially when you're buying things off Amazon too, because it does cross, um, does cross reference other providers as well, doesn't it? If I remember correctly, it gives you like the optimal best price um, outside of Amazon, or is it only Amazon? Uh, it does give you like, for example, if you're shopping on like outside of Amazon for like a product that's on multiple platforms, it will say like, hey, this is a this is owned or this is like cheaper somewhere else. Do you want to buy it there? So it does give you that sort of shit. Um, predominantly a lot of the stuff on Amazon, it is the cheapest price. Um, but like, that is another thing. If you're shopping, not on Amazon, it will uh, give you like discount codes and stuff all the time. And you actually earn like little rewards or honey gold it's called. And then you can use those to get money off shit as well. And like, obviously the whole thing is that like, they're getting data on what people are buying. There's probably yeah. like 10 X as well. Like I'm pretty sure honey was acquired for $2 billion by PayPal, like last year or something. So like the, the data that they're collecting is obviously way more valuable than what we're saving. But if you're just of the course. individual consumer, you're, you're still winning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, So I think Sean has disconnected. Um, I'm still on the Zoom and I just checked my internet. It still seems to be working. Oh, are you back? Am I back? Are you back? So my internet was still working. I'm not sure if you froze or I froze. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, And without a third person on the Zoom, it's impossible to 
verify. <laughs> Maybe PayPal heard we're talking about them and Honey, and they're on to us. Um, yeah. But yeah, you had the Super Bowl trends. Uh, what, what's going on there? Yeah, so super quick, last little item. The, the Super Bowl is on this weekend. Um, the Super Bowl, always a nice little watch uh, for like a – like this is probably the only American football that I watch all year, but uh, it's always fun. Uh, so I think it's like the Kansas Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Chiefs won last year. Um, but yeah, I think there's just like some interesting stats on Google Trends. The Buccaneers will be the first team to ever play in the Super Bowl at their home stadium. Um, you can see like all of the questions that like people are asking what jersey are the Buccaneers wearing in the Super Bowl? Um, you can see all of these different things. The weekend is the Super Bowl halftime show performer. Um, there's some other interesting shit about like, uh, so like a Super Bowl ad is still like fucking $5 million for like 30 seconds or something like that. And I think they've already released the the different brands that are, are going to like advertise and stuff um i'll just pull it up here real quick super bowl advertisers 2021 but uh are you gonna watch the super bowl or you just like don't really give a fuck i think we watched it last year when we decided to get the really shit wings that we didn't eat yeah i think we threw them threw them out yeah yeah Um, like literally like 20 grams of fat for like one serving (laughs) so it's like literally fucking up your whole diet for the whole whole the whole day um but yeah i'll probably watch it i mean I don't see why not. Getting this game yeah. might be a little tricky, um, but I'm sure that, that will probably be easy. Some cool yeah. thing here about the foods. So uniquely search Super Bowl foods. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I see it here too. A lot of people in the... Yeah, a lot of stuff I never heard of. What the hell is a seven-layer dip? I guess it's just a dip. Seven layers. Yeah. What, what are the seven it, layers? It's a dip that has like literally like guac cheese refried beans like 10 different or a bunch of different things that are all like tasty tasty dips you know yeah only in america um but yeah like the brands that are advertising on it or a selection of them amazon are advertising some alexa product uh bud light seems to be pumping their uh seltzer lemonade Cheetos are advertising. Doritos have some Matthew McConaughey thing. Uh, Fritos, Logitech, Michelob Ultra, the light beer, Pringles. So it's basically snacks, beer, uh, Stella Artois, Tide, Toyota. Uber Eats has some Wayne's World advert. That's probably a good buy. Um, But yeah, I think I remember seeing that like some infographic about how the less and less people are watching the Super Bowl every year, that the ad dollars don't really stretch as far as they used to. And that it used to be like a much a much more hyped event and that now like people don't really give a fuck as much. <laughs> I'll still watch it though, to be honest. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean it's just like watching, you know, something that's quite topical or just if there's going to be many eyes on it, probably will be good. Um, but when you said Amazon, I actually was watching some like US uh, TV for some particular program or maybe something streamed. 
and they had this Halo, which is Amazon's smartwatch that they released. I don't think it's available anywhere outside the US just yet, but I'm sure it's going to be promoting that. Like Amazon's just like trying to take market share from Apple, from everyone. I mean, and they're probably winning, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's what their ad dollar is going towards. But yeah, I mean, I think Kyoto is less eyes on things or less at least tracked eyes on things because everyone's trying to stream it, no one's to pay for it. And obviously the pay-per-view um, is where the, the probably ads are being shown to whoever actually has a subscription or whatever. And then people who are streaming obviously aren't paying for it. So yeah, I think it'll be, I don't know. It's always good to watch these sort of things. Um, yeah. I won't be too attentive somehow. Well, always worth a watch. Uh, out of interest, when's the last time you uh, when's the last time you paid for a stream for anything, or have you ever? It was pretty close with the McGregor fight, or maybe another UFC fight, getting that dancing or whatever it's called. Just because when you're literally trying to scrabble or scurry to get a stream, because everyone else is jumping on for the main fight. That's just like so annoying, especially if you yeah. it's only like ten dollars for the trial or whatever. I think you've done it before, but I still didn't do it. Like the streams end up coming through. It's like a process, you know. You just gotta exit, exit, exit everything. Do it like about twenty times, and then you're good. <laughs> um, yeah. What about you? Have you fully streamed recently? Not recently. I think, uh, interestingly enough, the last time that I. Uh... I paid for a stream for anything was actually getting a trial for, I think you're meant to pronounce it the zone or something that doesn't thing. What I don't know, uh, the sports streaming thing. The last time I signed up for a trial was the super bowl last year. And I ended up keeping mm. it for a couple of months. Cause I think there was like the six nations was on that. Um, yeah. but I think I got rid of it after like a month or two when just kind of sports that I was, were like actually interested in, like weren't on anymore. But it's a it's a good uh it's a good like app. It's good good value. You get a lot. It's pretty sick. Yeah, I think I might get it for the Super Bowl, depending on how tedious it is to to get a stream. Yeah. Makes sense. Cool. Well I think we uh think we covered a lot here. Um unless there's any anything else you wanna add here in the last last couple of things. Oh the big story that I had at the t- very top of the document here. Six people were arrested for changing the Hollywood sign to Holly Boob. <laughs> that's, it's your, uh, that's the... your it's your your positive news for the day. Yeah, yeah. This like honestly, like I again, <laughs> I saw this on Twitter, but it uh, it made me laugh. Like six six people, like they are just like looking at the image in like the Los Angeles Times article. Just a big thing with says Holly Boob. It's just funny. <laughs> I mean. Why would you even get something like a, a B that big? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it must be like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, it's not small anyway, by any means. No, like, it must look, be like click into the yeah, article. I, the thing's fucking huge. Here, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. So, like, it has to cover the whole thing. So, I don't know how how tall or what's the length of, of the sign. But, I mean, if you can see it everywhere in L.A. from such a far distance, it must be pretty big. Can you yeah. imagine print, printing that out? It's like, oh, what are you guys doing there? Oh, just, uh, just printing out a, you know, just printing out a letter here. You know, it won't mind us. Okay. 
Well, that's some serious effort just to stick it to the man is like literally what they're doing. But yeah, that's funny. So the sign, I just Googled it here, is four stories high <laughs> and 450 four feet long. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my God. Imagine like, going you, like... How do you even print that out? I know you don't print out one go, but I mean like you have to stick it together. These people, honestly, they probably deserve to get caught for it. It's pretty funny, but like, I mean... Imagine how much orchestration would have to go into doing that. Yeah, it's not yeah. small. <laughs> no, no. So, like, um, I'm just reading the history of the Wikipedia thing. It was like created in 1923, and it started as like a 45 foot thing. Apparently, now it's 450 feet long and four stories high. Well, regardless of how big it is now, it, it's fucking big. Um, so what the Hollywood sign was ten times smaller than it was. It is oh no it looks like the oh. 450 is how long it is i think it's gotten longer over the years but um so it looks like each sign is 45 foot high by 33 feet six foot inches wide it's pretty big. imagine like yeah imagine like where they have to like go for go for that like who do you call to be like hey i'm just looking to print a 45 foot high of the letter b I know, I know. Uh, and the you're doing it in shop. Hollywood as well. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing that for? They get it at the stationery shop in Angel Street. That's where they get it. They get one of those and uh, one <laughs> of those little dirty, like, toasted wraps with that grated They're cheese. pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah You're just always grated, a like, man to get the barbecue cheese. sauce in there as well. Dirty box. Yeah. Um, on the chicken fillet wrap. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think think shout out ben whelan he was like you gotta try the barbecue sauce and i was like hmm okay i'll give it a go and it was actually fire so it's funny the things that get you through college like just like oh man you have to try getting barbecue sauce in your chicken fillet wrap like those yeah. are the things that get you through the day <laughs> it's like god forbid setting yourself up with like good skills for a person to enter the workforce and you know conquer whatever nah get barbecue on the chicken fillet wrap bro keep it keep it simple yeah um but yeah i think it's a good good pod um yeah we can uh we can wrap up here um and keep keep podcasting away i guess cool all right man peace i'll uh, i'll talk to you later all right